he's yeah. like, yeah, I feel a little flat. I might have some ice cream. And I was like, oh yeah. And then he, I remember you said to the guy, how much ice cream do I get? And he goes, oh, you get a scoop. And you said, can I have six scoops? 10, 10, I said 10 scoops. 10, 10 scoops. <laughs> okay, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding episode 135. Of course, Dusty Hanshaw, Scott McNally joining. And our special guest today, IPB Pro Roman Fritz, all the way from Germany. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, finally. You're here by 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 uh, popular demand, just so you know. True story. Uh, it's, an, it's an honor. Thanks. <laughs> you know, we asked you a while ago, but it was it was it was a long time ago, and you were like, oh, "I'm not really great on podcasts." And then and then you got roped into doing the bro chat or whatever you're doing over there. How's that been? Oh, that's awesome. That's I, I love doing the podcast with Fuad. And when you asked me the first time. I said I wasn't into the whole. I wasn't comfortable doing the talking on the internet and all that. But then you had bread and curry on instead, so that would be an adequate uh, replacement. So I would have <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> well, you're hard to replace, Roman. I I was surprised at how many photos I or how many uh, comments I got after I posted pictures that we were hanging out in Germany. So many people were messaging me. They're like, you, you're friends with Roman? <laughs> like, it was like a lot more than normal. Like if I, you know, I post pictures with lots of people, right? But, <clears throat> you know, I posted pictures with you at the gym there. Like you got to train with Roman? What's it? What's he train like? What's it like? All these questions. Uh, you know? That's cool. the, the, training, the training was super hard, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Hardest workout we've ever had. Ever. No talking. No fun. Just no. training. Zero fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you hung out by our, you, you came to see me at the mutant booth. Um, I can't remember what day that was, Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Saturday, and you wound Saturday. up getting, yeah, and Saturday, and you wound up getting swarmed just standing just outside the booth. You had your own line. Yeah, that was cool, huh? We had like two booths <laughs> next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have to pay any booth, booth space uh, fees. You were doing really good. Yeah, we're no. going to do the same thing next year. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Keep the cost The Roman down. mobile booth. <laughs> how, how do you, how, you know, how do you feel about the the bodybuilding scene in Germany and like the good bodybuilders coming out of Germany now? And, you know, you seem to be seen as the, the top dog out of Germany right now. I mean, that's what everyone says when they message me. He's my favorite German bodybuilder. He's my favorite German bodybuilder. So, I mean, yeah, but- you know, what do you think? With with Dennis Wolf and Marcus Rule being out, um, I like to think of myself as exactly that. But there's <laughs> <laughs> there's one one really good guy. His 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 name is Emir Emir Omerajik, something like mm-hmm. that. He he actually lives twenty minutes from here, from where I am, and. He is good. He's doing the Arnold Classic Brazil in next next Saturday. Yeah. He's oh, okay. He's good. He's working with Chris Aceto. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Chris is so, guiding him. Yeah. So we know how complicated yeah. that whole plan will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him. I just saw him uh, yesterday, and he's leaving on Monday for Brazil. 
and yeah, I think it's going to be good. He's, I think he's a little, he's a little worried, worried about Rafael, but other than that, he's he's confident. Okay, Rafael does look good in those uh, those Instagram photos. Mm -hmm. You know, so but I got to ask you a few questions. <clears throat> yeah, you technically won your pro card more than once, right? Yeah, three times actually. So just give us kind of like the elevator story on why you did that. Because there's very few people that have either done that or had to do that. So the first time in 2009, I was 21. I won the overall at the World Championships. And that was a, that was a pro cut being given out for that. And I didn't take it because I thought I wasn't good enough. And I wasn't. My, 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 my career would have been on ice for the next five years because I think I weighed in at like, I weighed in at a hundred, about, about 227 at 511. So there was no, there was no point in doing a pro show because, you know, then I wanted, then I had a little bit of a hiatus, not from competing. I just fucked up a few times mm -hmm. <laughs> and, then I won it again, at least they told me I won it, in 2013 at the German Nationals. I won the overall. They told me I won it. They actually congratulated me on winning my pro card. And the president asked me, yeah, what, what pro show are you, do you think you're going to do first? And I said, yeah, I don't know yet. You know, let's see. And then in December... When I, when, I, when I asked them, yeah, how do I get my pro card now for the next year? Like they the paperwork. Like, yeah. yeah. And they were like, ah, kid, you know, uh, we're sorry. It's not going to happen. What? I said, what do you mean it's not going to happen? I, I won, the, won it twice already. Yeah, they changed the rules for next year. So that was, but they changed it for next year, right? So I'm supposed oh, to be so grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be grandfathered in. Yeah, mm, there was still with the Rafael Santoja guy, you know, with the with the other federation. They were still together. They were like, yeah, mm, it, maybe you could try make a donation, a small oh. donation, and then we can we can re rethink the whole thing. And I said, I, I, I what the fuck am I supposed to make a donation for? Yeah, then wow. then just just win another one, just win another one. <laughs> so so some old guy tells me to just win another one. I, I, I'm not even sure he's ever competed. So I so I went for it in 2014. I from that day on in December, I said, okay, I'm gonna win another one, and this one is gonna be undeniable. And I won the amateur Olympia in May, six months later, in Prague. Mm -hmm. And also the overall, Rami won that show the year earlier. So I'm happy. I'm actually lucky I didn't get to do this one. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was the, then I stood on stage actually, you know, with the big pro card. Uh -huh. Yeah. That said overall, and now I had like photo proof and no one could take it from me. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. Do you ever see any of these? old guard people from the old federation that did that to you do you ever like see them at shows are they around are they still doing this sort of thing yeah of, yeah they're but they're with the other federation 
there there's right. a little bit of a a rivalry between the elite pro and the IFBB pro league i think the elite pro league which are more of the old guys like you said they have a bigger ego problem than their than their npc has for example if you do an npc show you are banned from doing the elite pro league right Yet, if you do a if you do an elite pro league you can still do an npc show they won't ban you but they will ban you the other way around right yeah so there is a bit of an ego thing going on over there right so you're happy to be rid of those people is what you're saying yeah finally I have a few more stories, but you know. <laughs> wow! So you're not you're not the only one, is what you're saying? Yeah, and it happened to me a couple times. For example, when I won the world championships in 2009, I figured, and the the, the German championships were a week later. Mm -hmm. I had already won. I had already won that. And then they told me. I said, "Yeah, I won the world championships. I'm gonna win the other one too next week." And actually, on the when, when they heard me say that, on the bus ride from the venue in Poland to the airport, someone came up to me and said, I heard you were going to do the German championships next week. And I said, yes. And they were like, well, it is better for you if you didn't. And I said, oh, okay, understood. Yeah. 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 And then the guy who won the German championships came at because the, they, they had me get guest post there then instead. And the guy came to me as, after the show, when he, after he won, and said, Yeah, thank you for not doing the show. I heard they told you to not do the show, so thank you for not doing the show. And I was like, What the fuck? How, how can you be proud of your win? If you knew, they, they pushed me out of it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Crazy. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you're not going to be dealing with that at the uh, Arnold UK. Is that the next stop for you? Yeah, I figured I'm going to do a show in September. Um, there's, there's seven shows, actually, starting in September till the Olympia in Europe. Wow, wow. And, yeah, and there's two in Spain, two in Italy, one in France, one in Romania, and then the one in, in the UK. Mm -hmm. So I might as well do all of them because I can fly there pretty cheap. And we know you'll be absolutely shredded at all of them. Yeah, probably so a little flat at the last one, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at the seventh show of the month not if you yeah. eat enough ice cream on the flight roman you'll be nice and full oh yeah remember remember when when yeah. i ate the ice cream next to you yeah yeah, yeah. i i uh one of my i think it was like the was that the first time we met we met we the like, first time i think we met in person in tampa right yeah i was at the tampa pro i remember akeem won that show mm -hmm. and um you were just peeled and we were sitting together. Was that after prejudging when you ate that giant bowl of ice cream? I was before, before the show started. Before prejudging. He comes <laughs> down and we, we meet in the lobby and we're chatting and he, he comes and sits with me because I'm going to order like a burger or something. And, and he, or I'm ordering breakfast maybe. 
And he's yeah. like, yeah, I feel a little flat. I might have some ice cream. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then he, I remember you said to the guy, how much ice cream do I get? And he goes, oh, you get a scoop. And you said, can I have six scoops? Ten. ten. I said ten scoops. Ten, ten scoops. <laughs> Before the show. Can I have ten, ten, I have ten scoops? And the guy goes, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. And you're like, it's in a big bowl. So he brought you like yeah. a giant bowl that they would serve like a pasta dish in. Oh, my God. And it was all these fucking scoops of ice cream just piled in there. And you just fucking sat there and ate the whole thing, talked to me. What flavor went on? Yeah, it was just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Okay. And then you went out on stage with like the flattest stomach, just shredded to the bone, zero bloat, probably the smallest waist in the whole show. Well, that was because it was vanilla. I'm just thinking of how much lactase enzyme his body's cranking out (laughs) to move all that along. (laughs) Yeah. What he didn't. Everyone else before prejudging, he dropped the giant bomb of shit. To flatten out his stomach from eating all that ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was all. That was all calculated, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very strategic. You certainly weren't flat at room. that show. Yeah, and you slept room. in my room too. I gave him the key because he's like, he's like, I had to check out of my room this morning or whatever. And I was like, oh, and, he, I, and I'm like, do you need a place to have a nap? And you were like, yeah, I'd love, love one. <laughs> so I gave him my room key <laughs> and I was just go up to my room, do whatever you got to do. So you went up there. How many you were up there like all day between prejudging and and finals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I slept. I slept in your room uh, on the floor with my feet up on the chair, you know. Yeah. And before that, I had um, a couple. You know, when you in, in the grocery store, you couldn't buy those this, those ready-made cereal cups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had a couple of those and Rice Krispie treats, and I ate those. And then I slept in your room. That was good. <laughs> that was good. And you made the top five, didn't you? I, I placed fourth. That was good. Yeah, that was cool. Nice. I'm actually I very remember, proud. I remember they moved proud. you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool story. I was I was not in the first call out at first, and then I thought, "Fuck this." Well, the ice well, cream hadn't hit you yet. Yeah. I'm going to keep it together. I'm going to keep it together. And I stood in the lineup at the, in the back, still like this, like a statue the whole time. You looked awesome. And while, everybody, while everybody else was, you know, letting their guts hang out and, you know, looking somewhere else. And then I see Steve Weinberger look at me. And he taps the guy next to him and points at me. And I'm thinking, yes. And the guy nods. And then they say, Roman, join the crew. Nice. So nice. they put me in the first call out. Like so there's six guys now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they even put me more in the middle. And they put I John remember De La when Rosa. They moved you. Yeah. And then they put John De La Rosa on the outside. And that that was cool. Yeah, that was really, I thought, okay, man, finally something pays off. That was my best placing so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, yeah. you looked better and better. And I just remember um, we talked about the importance of being professional on stage. Because as an amateur, I always drilled, I drilled that into my own head as an amateur because I thought like, 
the, I thought I hated when I saw a stage photo of someone else and the guys in the background were relaxed. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought, fuck, that's not even a photo of them, but they're letting themselves be represented like that. Yes. And I true. remember thinking like, I, and I was always so big on that staying tight in the line, at least your quads in your midsection, you know, and just put your hands on your hips or something, but keep your quads in your midsection lit up. And I remember you doing that. And I remember thinking like, fuck, he looks good in that lineup because everyone else was completely relaxed and you were just standing there like, boom. And then all of a sudden they called you up and the crowd was cheering for you too. Like you, 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 I mean, Dusty and Scott know what I'm talking about, but like the, the crowd joins in on something like that. That's a cool feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the crowd gets behind you. People that weren't cheering for you were like, fuck, what'd they just do? You know, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you had a lot of people yeah, screaming for you. And then when they moved you in, I remember the crowd was getting louder. It was pretty cool, man. You had a great showing. Did you Did you think at that point, was that 2014? 16. 16. Did you think at that point, like, oh, I'm going to win a show like right, like right away? <laughs> well, actually, no. No. Um, because for some reason... Since I turned pro, I forgot to compete to win. When I was an amateur, I was dead set on I'm winning. There was no, there wasn't even an option of not winning. And when I turned pro for the first two shows or something like that, I thought, okay, I'm just happy to be here. Let's see where I place. Right. And somehow, somehow the the winning mindset got lost and yeah i was always like i was happy to be fourth but then i wasn't i was never thinking about winning or expecting to win as i did was when i was an amateur makes sense that that actually i think that made a big big difference in my in the outcome Is that what you're thinking now with seven shows in Europe between now and the Olympia? Now, now, that, now this is this this year. I changed the whole thing. I changed my I revamped my whole thinking process, and now I'm back to I'm going there to win. I'm not going to, to participate anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm also not going back to Las Vegas or or Florida as a tourist. I refuse to go there as a tourist anymore. Next time I'm going, I'm going to the Olympia. Right. As a right. Yes. Well, I mean, from what I saw when you posed for us that night in Germany, I remember me and Jamie talked afterwards. Jamie's like, he has everything now. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Like, what did you do to your back? I just um, like you're bigger, man. You're like way the exact thicker. opposite. I did the for back specifically. I did the exact opposite to what people are supposed to do. Because I was always doing, <laughs> I was always doing dumbbell rows, barbell rows, t-bar rows, and deadlifts. And then when I had the hip thing, I I wasn't. After the surgery, I wasn't able to support the weight anymore without pain, you know, the, the bent over position. So I had to do 
when I did a barbell row, either very light or use the Smith machine, which actually is my favorite rowing variation now, or I had to do something chest supported. Mm-hmm. And when I started, when I started doing that, my back actually got a lot better. So that's the, the main difference. What What do you think? Uh, what did you What did you weigh in Tampa when you got fourth? Two forty something. Uh, two forty. Not Not more than two forty. Maybe more like a two thirty seven or two thirty eight. And what do you weigh now? Because we know how lean you are now. People saw the pictures I put up. Yeah, the pictures. I was. I got only got the kilo weight. Wait, let me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta do the two point two for those of you that don't know. <laughs> I was two eighty, about two eighty. Shit. Yeah, nice. So it actually it's going, big, it's man. going pretty good. It's going pretty you good. You were big now. for Aline, you were that's for sure. We got a lot of questions for Roman. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, you know what? Had we, some YouTube. Hey, 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 I, hey, hey, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Very important. What? No one said the subscribe like. Oh shit! Oh jeez! You guys are both fired. You're done. We got it. We've got it. Welcome back to it's just bodybuilding with Roman Fritz. There you go. That's it. He's, on. <laughs> He's got a valid point. We were, we were so point. nervous about. We were so nervous about having such a huge star on. We. <laughs> okay. We lost track. Well, he's we won track. three. He won his pro card three times. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time winning it once. <laughs> only Jose. Only Jose has more. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta throw. Okay. I gotta ask one thing real quick here, uh, Roman. Can is it possible from a technical perspective? Can you turn your volume down on your speakers a little bit? If that's yeah. possible and you can still hear us, that might get rid of some of that feedback we had going on. As long as you can still hear okay. us, though. Testing one, two. I think we're better. Is it better. That's better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, good. Do you want to start with one of the YouTube ones, Scott? The YouTube one. So I didn't tell them that we were having Roman. So I don't oh, have any okay. Roman questions. So, I just had so like the, the general that, podcast questions. The ones that yeah. I have are Roman specific. Yeah. Yes. What's I got one for you. What's the weirdest encounter you've ever had with a stranger in public? That's a good one. FIBO counts, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Actually, at FIBO, a couple of things happened, but this one was funny. When I was with my, with my, with a sponsor that they only gave me supplements that was um, in the very beginning and we had to work the booth. Oh, that was terrible. We had to work the booth fully tanned, like com- as, as if we were competing and the posing trunks on and then pose the whole day. Oh my God. Literally for, for four days. Yeah. What was that company? They're called All Stars. Yes, because I used to see those guys. I remember that. <laughs> that I was thought terrible. that was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then one guy came up to me and asked me if he could buy the posing trunks I'm wearing. And I, I was, of course, I'm, I'm wondering how much would I get for it. Of course. And he wanted yes. to give me a thousand bucks for the for the exact pair that I'm wearing right now. I just sold them right then and there and handed them to him. There you go. Thousand bucks. If he starts at a thousand, you could get a good fifteen hundred. I'm telling you, (laughs) Scott's going to spend time going up on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And take your time. I was only 19 at that point. So I thought uh, that was so fucking weird to me. Uh, <laughs> and then there was another guy at the same FIBO and he was following me around with a camera, with like a, with a camcorder like this. Like I wouldn't notice it the whole day. Like, if I'm in the, you are his I went into bank. the restroom, he comes into the restroom and I go to eat. He's sitting over there on another table to eat. You know, it was the whole day he followed me around with the camcorder. That was weird. And you're only 19. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would. And I thought, well, what, the, what am I getting myself into here? I don't know about this. Man. <laughs> you're standing you're there like, in his underwear. <laughs> Does Kevin Lebron have this happening all the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's unreal. Okay. Okay. Um, of course, Roman, you're going to get this type of question. It's just, it's just who you are. You can only do one set. Well, you can only do one sex position for the rest of your life. What is it? How can you? How are you? What are you gonna do? You only get one. Justify your reason. <laughs> so my wife does this thing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> my wife does this thing where she sits on top of me, but she doesn't sit on top of me with her legs back. She like squats down on me. Yes. And we call that we call that the magic trick. <laughs> because that's that's what feels the best for me and, and I like it the most. So that's what I would do. The, the, <laughs> the magic the trick magic. is the one. <laughs> Roman Fritz, the magic trick. I see a t shirt. I do too. <laughs> the magic trick. Just on the back, maybe. And it's just those the, who know. We got the timestamp too. That's it's all it's gonna say for this part of the it's, show. You know, I have one question for her because she's doing like a like a, a squat in the bottom position, you know. Right. Okay. But it's awesome for me. Okay. You should probably that was just my, hang that, some sort of a support bar from the ceiling. Yeah, you so could do can, like a bungee cord. She could do band assisted. Yeah, assisted. Yeah, yeah like a reverse banding. We have one of those. Yeah, yeah, reverse banded. Perfect. Exactly, Dusty. There you go. Good for her knees as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the memes about the fitness girls. It shows them like fitness girls' knees in the gym, and they're doing curtsy lunges, and they're jumping and pl doing plyro. And then it's like fitness girls' knees in the bedroom, and they're squatting down, going, "Oh my, I can only do ten seconds." <laughs> yeah, I like that meme. All the complaining. Okay, you didn't let us down on that one. I was going to ask if there was like a front to back, like if there was that, or if it was it was this, but you answered that. Yeah. He covered it all immediately. It was yeah, great. It's technically very important. <laughs> okay. There was one about the German bodybuilding scene, but you already went over that. That was good. How would you rate your genetics, Roman, overall as a bodybuilder compared to the top pros and the worst amateurs? How would you rate your genetics? If I look at someone like Ian... Or, yeah, I wouldn't say that because let's say I compare myself to Ian. Ian is a eight out of ten. I would mm -hmm. say I would be like a maybe a seven, 
Right. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Because so when I think, yeah, I don't have an as I don't have as easy as a time to grow, but I get lean easily, and I'm staying lean easily. So staying lean easy is always better than getting fat easy. Right. You know, that's what I would say. And then I have nice shape and I pretty much have all the muscles except for maybe I could use a little more lower lat insertions. But other than that, I'm good. Right. And then Ian gets just as shredded, but he has a little better insertions, I think. And I think he has an easier time growing than I do. So he's better in those aspects. Right. That would, that's, yeah. And I'm using Ian as a comparison because we turned pro a week apart. So I won the, I won yeah. the show in Prague, the Olympia in Prague, and he won the one one in Acapulco, in, I Mexico. Think in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. a mm-hmm. week later. That's why I'm comparing myself to him because we've been pro for the same amount of time. Yeah, exactly. and you were both around the same age, weren't you? Yeah, around somewhere like I think he's two years. He was twenty one when he turned pro. Yeah, when I'm 20, think four, something like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know I was thinking of genetics as like, like, you know, several knobs on an equalizer. There's like ability to withstand injury, ability to recover and grow muscle, ability to stay lean or whatever. Like there's different, you know, shape, you know. So some guys have drug one tolerance. knob cranked. Yeah, drug tolerance. <laughs> True. Yes, no. very true. Man, I see other people. Sometimes I coach people and I I give them a plan, which I think is not out of this world. And all of a sudden they have a blood pressure of 200 over 110. Oh, God. And I'm like, we don't, we're not even doing anything. We're not, you know. Uh-huh. But, you know. Everyone knows, I, I, everyone knows that one guy that did like, a cycle of wind straw by itself and lost all his fucking hair. Like, <laughs> like there's just that one dude. Like I know a dude that did one bottle of wind straw and he was, he was fucking like Pat, Captain Picard bald. <laughs> and it, I just thought, holy fuck. Like, I guess that's just unlucky. <laughs> Shouldn't you know, my, my gyno, my gyno grew like that from my first cycle. I immediately had like walnut size things in my chest. Like walnut when, size. When did you get that done? I had it taken out, I think at 19, had those taken out. Wow, so that happened quick. Yeah, immediately. My was like that. But my first cycle actually was just Deca, the, the good ones from Greece. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, what would the Norma or Organon? Those little two mils. Yeah. And I had 10 of those and I took one a week. Right. That was awesome. I blew apart. I went from 200 pounds to 225 in 10 weeks. That was right. Yeah. Drastic. What's the mm-hmm. uh, what's the the like the status over there? <clears throat> Excuse me, with gear because I know some places in Europe it's really laid back. Other places 
they're like you know really locked down hard on that stuff yeah that's us germany is okay. that's us yeah yeah <laughs> that's gonna be tricky Britain. when you're walking around at 280 and shredded <laughs> yeah yeah i know that's but uh, it was there was a in the beginning where they just passed the law that was 2010 11 they were really hard on that and now with all the uh refugees and war next door yeah uh, mm-hmm. i think they have bigger problems than someone choosing right yeah do you think it'll ever change in entire time do you think it'll ever relax there and the laws will change uh, they're just talking about legalizing marijuana. I did but, see that. I may have Googled while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I always like to stay abreast of local drug laws. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I did notice they were, gonna, they were looking at possibly legalizing in Germany, which would be very interesting because, you know, Germany's always kind of been a pretty tough place to be for all that sort of stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. And as soon as that happens, I'm going to invest in stocks in German um, Mariana companies, cannabis companies, because they're going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened here in the U.S. Like it is like Mm -hmm. a a huge economy now, you know, after like here in Michigan, everything's legal. A lot of states, everything's legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got one for Right now I only have McDonald's stocks. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay that's good that's a that's a never-ending situation there so yeah what's the who's the freakiest bodybuilder you've ever seen in person that blew uh, your marcus, mind rude. The most? marcus marcus rude that's no there's there's no comparison he guest posed at a show uh, i wanted the junior class at the German championships, he guest posed there. I actually have a, a photo of, with him backstage where we're both doing a most muscular. Nice. I, I'm weighing, I'm, I'm around 185 and he's, you know, 300 something. If I find <laughs> that, that's, I'm going to post it. I want to see that. Yeah. But he is a monster. He's especially when he weighed um, three, 330 or something like that 150 kilos mm-hmm. yeah he was he was almost 350 at one point mm-hmm. that's crazy it's i mean he's my height 511 and the heaviest i have been was 296 and i was so uncomfortable i was so uncomfortable at that point i was 296 i had to go down and wait because I wasn't even able to, to perform in the gym anymore. Hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, when I put my belt on, I was already out of breath. Just right. putting the belt on was like, <gasps> and then imagine another 50 pounds on top of that. Uh, yeah. <sighs> how, how long I've, ago was that, that you were up there like in the 290s? That was... Um, just, um, two, two, maybe 10 weeks ago. No kidding. Yeah. I was 296 and it it was too much. I thought I was going for 300. 
Yeah. I thought I was going for 300, but it felt so bad. I thought that was that was there was just no no benefit from getting another five pounds. Yeah. You know? Right. Was your was your was your cardio so bad that even the magic trick was wearing you out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, it's funny that is, you say Marcus because I always say that too. Yeah, he's he's he's. I don't know. There's no words for it. And the way he trained, I don't even know how he, how he did that, and how he talks about training or his his nutrition. I, and I saw a seminar of him. He said he, he ate a thousand grams of protein a day. Wow. Thousand grams of protein. So that would consist of um, a, a kilogram, like two point two pounds of chicken, and then a kilogram, also two point two pounds of protein powder, <laughs> a kilogram of rice, and that was his whole diet. That was how. That's how he would sh- uh, start his show prep, and then he just reduced the rice and keep the thousand grams <laughs> of protein. And up, the, and up the cigarettes to help, you know, with the appetite, suppress appetite. No, he said, he said, pack as he got closer. Training for a show, training for a show, he'd stop smoking. No kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. Smoking is only for the off season. Huh. <laughs> That's just so, it's just so funny. The dude is crazy. What, what? What, what other, what other stories do you have about Marcus? I got, there's got to be a few more of them. He he's just a legend in Germany. I just hear him talking like in se- seminars and all that stuff. And there was actually one cool story with me. Um, he was, I was at, a, we were both at a show for our sponsors. He was hosting the show on a, a microphone. And then he got me up on stage to um, give out a couple of awards. And then the mm-hmm. crowd asked me to take my shirt off. So I did. And then he told me afterwards, man, I've never seen anyone um, with with detail and, and cuts and everything like you. And I'm thinking, he tells me he has never th- seen anything like me. Hmm. It's like, <laughs> get out of here. You know, when you, when, for example, if you watch the battle for the Olympia in 1999, that mm-hmm. he, he does a little bit of a show training afterwards. He's mind-blowing the way his muscle looks and the cuts and everything and then he tells me that i look great yeah which, right you know, blew my mind and then i know one guy he trained at his gym he marcus prepped him for a couple shows and he told me that you know that the cable crossover curl like this yeah and then we we talked about you know someone training hard and blah blah and he said man you haven't seen anyone training hard until you've seen marcus do those curls with 150 pounds on each side of the stack spitting and cursing and grunting you know his wife helps him you know do the movement his wife looks just as jacked as he is, just smaller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have this picture in my mind of him doing that. You know, with 150 pounds, 150 pounds. You know, full stacks. Yeah, full stack. <laughs> yeah. 
That's wild. Yeah. I loved his his one training video where he was doing like those super wide grip incline Smith presses. Mm-hmm. At the very that end. He used to do right out by the end of the Smith machine. But wasn't yep. he doing like five plates or something crazy? Yep. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Five plates. Yeah, just nuts. And smoking in the parking he, lot. At his at his gym, you know when you have an Olympic bench, you also used to flat bench, you know? With the mm-hmm. same grip length, with the same grip width. And they had a special bench welded for him at his gym where the when you where the, you put the bar in is actually here so that he can grab the bar out there because mm. normally over here is where the the hooks would be for the bar right so he right. had a, he had a special bench made for him where the, with with a narrow um you know rack Sort of like an, a super old bench would have been. Yeah, like in pumping iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to be careful loading each side because you don't want to tip mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But he had a special yeah. one just for him so he could do the, the ridiculous wide grip. bench. Yeah. That's wild. You got one, Dusty? I no, got I was just, I was reviewing. You have tons. I didn't, uh, I didn't throw any up for this do, one. Do all German people love Rammstein? <laughs> I don't like Rammstein. I don't like Rammstein fan. There we go. We got one. I don't like the humor of it, you know? The the humor of the band's name. Cuz Rammstein is the is an uh, an Air Force base, a US Air Force base. And they named themselves after it because there was a an accident at a flight show, you know, where the where the planes do like uh tricks and all that stuff yeah right one of the one of the planes crashed into the crowd uh-huh. burned burned a few people right. they made a song about that and named themselves after this incident and i can't really figure out if they do that if they did that to criticize or if they do that to kind of make light right. of it like fun, right. you know right yeah because the song when you hear the song it sounds like haha funny how that happened so yeah. i don't like the band you know? what what do you listen to what kind of music do you like um right now i always get like you know when you have you, you always have like phases yeah you have an you have an eminem phase right now i have a a creed type music phase okay yeah so yeah yeah. Oh, so you're doing like early 2000s hard yeah. rock, kind of. On Spotify, kind of. there is a, on Spotify right now. I have a 2000s mix that's on on top of my list. There's also hip hop and everything in there, and a Creed mix with all bands in that uh, genre. genre. Yeah. Nice. Do you listen to music when you're training at all, or are you one of the guys who just wants to? Like have it quiet or you know don't care or anything like that about the music it depends sometimes i have just silence in my gym sometimes i put in headphones and then i listen to something like that okay because i gotta tell but you the man funny thing is, you're like you're when one i of the... do a heavy set yeah when i do a heavy set like a heavy squat or something like that i take my if i listen to music beforehand i take it out put the headphones somewhere else and I do those, those deciding sets 
without any music. No kidding. I just get better focused like that. That's wild. Interesting. Tell us about your gym. When yeah. you say your gym, you mean your your compound? Yes. So it is a it w- is a, it is some kind of a workshop, right? Where I'm in here, there's an apartment, and right below it, there's a work. It, it used to be I don't know what they did in there or what they produced in there. It has big doors, big steel mm-hmm. doors. You can drive a car in. And um, it is a lot of space in there, of course. And now with the equipment, I know you, you guys are into equipment. I bought all the equipment that I wanted to have. Nice. And for some pieces, it actually took me a lot of time to find them. So it had to be a Cybex Smith machine, the old one. Love that one. Those are the best. Yeah. It had to be a Cybex hex squat. I wanted the Cybex leg press from Dorian, the, the Dorian in the Dorian video. Yeah, the Mark One. And I have a Strive leg extension, Ooh. a Strive lying leg curl, a Cybex seated leg curl. I have one of those Cybex calf sleds, you know, where you put the, the plates underneath it and you. Yeah. Yep, like a 45 degree. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. This I love that one. Then I have a. a a seated calf, of course, from Hammer Strength, and a standing calf. Oh, what else do I have? A regular power rack, of course. Mm-hmm. A cable crossover pulley, a pull down, just regular pull down. And I've just ordered, just ordered it. The exact same pullover that Dorian has, you know, the machine plate loaded pullover from Nautilus. Yep. Right. Love. And then the the hammer strength pull down and the hammer strength incline press. They just, I've just ordered them today. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Today. That's awesome. today. <laughs> That's cool. That's going to be a good setup. So do, how many plates do you have down there? You got enough to load the leg press up? Yeah, just enough. But then I don't know. I'm, I think I have 15 pairs or something like that. Right. Oh, Okay. That's 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 lots for a home gym. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So do you just rent the uh, space? Uh, yeah, I, I have this this apartment and the space down there downstairs, and I have an extra uh, house in a different city that is just vacant right now. What are you gonna do with it? We're gonna do property um, with with uh, with Roman now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. I got to make some money from it. Right. <laughs> you going to rental it and flip it or rent it out or Airbnb it? I'm not going to sell it because the, where it is, is a very, uh, there's very good property value. Right. So if I sold it, if I sold it, it would be stupid because I could rent it for much more or make, make much more money renting it. Right, right. Over time, yeah. yeah. When did you buy that? I didn't buy it. I I got it from my family. Ah, so Just it's yours lucky. now. Yes. Awesome. Okay. I remember when I got my hack squat and I was putting pictures of it up. 
Roman was like, yeah, well, I got a Cybex hack squat. I, re- <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then I've seen you on that thing, dude. You are, uh, I was going to say this earlier, man. Uh, when I think of you, Roman, I think of somebody who is a very intense trainer. And I, for that, for that reason and for how peeled you get, you're, you've been one of my favorite guys, you know, since I've, since I've known of you. You know, even if like you weren't like, you know, winning the Olympia guy and all that. It's like, I don't feel like you necessarily need to be. You've got. You've got a cult following, you know, that like you've got a hell of a cult following. And like you guys were saying earlier, too, uh, everybody in Germany knows Roman Fritz, like literally every I bet you can't even like walk down the street without like you can't go. Let me put it this way. You probably can't go into a gym without like everybody there knowing who you are. No, of course not. But first of all, thank you, man. Thank you. I mean really. it, dude. I've I, I've wanted to tell you that for a long time. I think of there's those intense guys out there, you know, and it's like I, sure. it makes me happy in my heart to know there's like people that are still treating bodybuilding that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Thank I like you. it. That's that's exactly how I look at Dusty and Ron. You know? Hell yeah, both your, of them. I, I agree. Instagram and all that stuff, and even you. You know, there's a few people you can tell they're training hard and they're putting their all into it. And right. they're not just doing it to look good on the gram. Yeah. And then with the other the other question, sometimes it even happens that that action actually happened a few times. So I, I'm driving in my car on the <laughs> on the highway. Someone pulls up to me next to me and honks his horn and goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah! And then they it's text a universal me later on Instagram. I get in, get on get on Instagram and I say, "Hey man, I saw you on the uh, Autobahn ninety three, blah blah. That was me." And I was like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny when you get that when you get the flex from somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> in your car of all places. You can barely you barely see you, but they know who you are. Yeah, yeah. How fast I are you going on the Autobahn? <laughs> I have a distinct, it's, it's like a blue BMW with a mm-hmm. special kind of color. So some people actually know my car and they, when they see me with my license plate and then they, yeah. Now, well, you now got a custom send me a plate picture too? of this color too, because now I want to see this. So don't send me a picture after this is done. Yes, post What's it What's the plate better. say? What's the plate say? Ah, uh, no, the plate doesn't say anything special. It's just um, oh. in Germany... The plates are uh, labeled by cities. Right. So my city is Munich. And then they see that BMW with the color. The oh, I see. Cold. Okay. And then they see the city on the plate. And then they think, oh, this is this has to be Roman. And then they, they try to go next to me. Yeah. And look over and they see me. <laughs> <laughs> Causing accidents because people want to come throw a flex at him. <clears throat> yeah, actually, in front of my house... When I, every time I train for like 10 minutes, because I can't, I can't eat right after training. I need like a little bit of a calm down period. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've seen too. your sets. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I do like a, I walk five minutes the one direction until there is a train, train station. And then I go five minutes back. 
And sometimes I do that when the weather is nice. I do that in a tank top. Oh, God. And then actually there's been two occasions where I've almost caused an accident because people were looking at me. And then there, there's, I hear like brakes and then horns. Yeah, and I'm like, gosh, twice. You gotta stay covered up. That's never there. happened to me, just for the record. It's called, it's called the Pam Anderson effect. Exactly. Doesn't usually happen with men, but Roman makes sense. Yeah, the exception is made. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. If we've provided value to you today, then please consider contributing to our show. You can help support the show through Patreon. Every $5 helps to pay for the software and the hardware and everything else that goes into making a podcast. You can also contribute by using our code at True Nutrition. True Nutrition has been our title sponsor for several years now. I'm super grateful for them. And I've believed in True Nutrition supplements long before they sponsored our programming. You could use our code THINK for health supplements and performance supplements. Feel free to hit me up if you have any questions. And if you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca. They have free shipping over $99, huge discounts on overstock, short dated, and label change products. Plus, they have all your normal supplements too. Thank you guys for listening to the commercial. I hope you're having a great day and that your bodybuilding is going well. Let's get back to the shelf. Oh, I had multiple questions about your hip. Do you want to talk about your hip at all? I don't want to bore yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Whatever. How would that hip replacement go? A bunch of people messaging. They're like, I just got my hip done. How long is this going to take to rehab? Like that sort of shit. Just what happened with your hip? So I had a hip. It's called dysplasia. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that uh, the head of the femur bone, the ball mm-hmm. that goes in the, the other way around, that goes in the socket, they weren't shaped 100% matching so over time you get a grinding effect in there from just regular life and then of Mm -hmm. course deadlifting and squatting didn't help obviously you don't know that when you go get into bodybuilding you you know who gets their hip or the whole body mri to know if there is a problem in the future maybe right so I get this pain in my hip. Long story short, after a couple months, I couldn't walk anymore. It was, Damn. I wasn't constant. So I got it replaced. And then just talked, you know, I also had a near death experience just like you had, Dusty. Mm-hmm. So I had it replaced. Everything went great. I did my own rehab. I went to the right. rehab facility one one day I went to the rehab facility and I said this is shit I'm not going to do this yeah I did right. my own rehab mm-hmm. just just sitting down on on chairs getting up that was my first leg workout just sitting on a bench getting up sitting on a bench getting up I think I failed at 13 reps yeah and That's I was crazy. sore for for a week the muscle um, and the hip or just the muscle? I no, I got the whole hip replaced. They, they, yeah. I got the whole hip, the hip joint taken out, and I have one of those titanium rods in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like a it's different style than they do here. But I'm saying when you were doing those exercises, were your hips sore or just the muscle? No, my I, my quads were sore. It's nice. Just like I did a 
just like a like, leg workout, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And seven weeks after the surgery, I was already deadlifting 420. So went awesome. Awesome. Couldn't even couldn't even be better. And then I got an infection. Oh, the inf shit. Somehow the whole fucking thing got infected. My ass, where the scar is, it blew up. It was red hot, blown up. I went back to the hospital. They said, yeah, we don't know where that infection came from, but obviously they put it in there, you know, during the first surgery. Mm. So they had to take out the whole thing again, put a new one in. Mm. And while that, while, during that surgery, because it took so long to do that, they gave me a different kind of anesthetic. This, you know, did you get the gas mask where you inhale the gas? And I was somehow allergic to this gas. And then I got something that's called malign hypothermia. What? The which basically means your whole body cramps up, all your muscles contract, and that contraction causes so much heat that you can that you die from it because you just cook yourself. And they told me I had that was nine out of 10 people die when that happens. I didn't. But I was in a coma for three days. And, you know, I was in the hospital after that for another two weeks, I went from 275 to like 220. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, pretty similar to what happened to you, Dusty. Yeah, thinking How do I not know this? <laughs> yeah, everyone's been in a coma but me. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say it like that. It sounds like you're asking. You're yeah. good. Ron's good. We'll tell you about it. Yes. Yeah. So you were out for essentially three weeks straight but between two, the two. coma. Well, then yeah, two yeah. weeks of the thing. When you got back, when you got done with the hospital, was there? what was the recovery then? Like, what did you have to do? Uh, they just got me out of the hospital, said, okay, you're good now. Just take, I had to take antibiotics for, I had to take antibiotics for three months, three months straight. Like the, the heaviest yeah. antibiotics you can imagine. So my waist was really small at that point then, you know, um, <laughs> Holy um shit. yeah. And then I just started back, you know, training. And just like you, that was a, a, in March. So actually just over a year ago, mm -hmm. I went back in. I did chest first, really light, you know, 25 pounds on each side of the Smith machine. Yeah. And worked my way up, did the whole getting up of chairs, squats. Then I, you know, took a 20 pound dumbbell in my hand and squatted and then just work my way back up to where I'm now. Which is you a super slow motion, five plate aside squat like you've never seen in your life. Yeah, no, I'm back to actually, yeah, exactly. Pretty strong now. I mean, That's cool. we, you gotta put a video, like the control on your squats, I've never seen anyone squat like that in my entire life. It's like Thank you. so Are you slow and so controlled. Head? Yeah, and, and every rep is the same. It's bananas. Yeah. Do you, are you counting in your head or is that you're just able, you just kind of just 
train slow the tempo. negatives. Yeah. Oh no, I just I just do it like that. I don't count like one, two, three, four, then one, two, three, four. I just that's how I do it. Actually, I I like doing it like that, especially now after the surgery, because at the very bottom of the squat, my hip feel feels a a little bit shaky you know the the replaced one mm-hmm. so oh, i'm worried that when i bounce <laughs> it slips out you know underneath me yeah right, you know? so i have to actually pull myself down with my hamstring right yeah and then con- the first thing that contracts is right in my hip like the top of my where where the where the quad goes into the hip yeah. That's the first thing that contracts, and then it that shoves me back up. So it's really like a as isolated as possible. That's that's how I do it. No no bouncing out of the bottom for me anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. wild though. I mean, it's cool to hear because I feel like that. I have a lot of times clients will say like, "Oh, I don't feel squats as much. I don't feel hack squats as much," and they're comparing to like an extension, which a of course that's different. But I think it's because you're not like you. I mean, you literally just described the first muscle to contract. That shows how connected you are to a yes. compound movement. And you're doing it with 500 pounds on your back. I mean, <laughs> that's, yes, that's that's wild to watch. <laughs> I got that from I got that from the, from Ben Pakulski, actually, from his videos. Mm-hmm. And he said his his main message, one of his main messages is that the muscle that initi- initiates a movement is the muscle that dominates the movement. Yeah. You know, when you do it, for example, when you do a hamstring curl and you mm-hmm. see people, the first thing that moves is their ass going up, their yeah. lower back. Yeah. yeah. So there is no way their hamstring is doing the brunt of the work. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly how I approach all my repetitions. The muscle that initiates the movement is always the muscle I'm going for. You know, right. the most work. Yes, that's fantastic. And then also going back to what Ron said about the back move, back training, that is also something I have changed about my back. I was always going for you know, barbell rowing, get it up here, somewhere there. I don't even know how it, I got it there. Right now, I'm focusing on contracting, like getting my shoulders like this first, and then right. pulling through. Yeah. Uh-huh. But thank you. Coming from you, that's a big compliment, Dusty. But just a wild, like I mean, I think it's cool because, especially with your back training, a lot of people are. It's like you you have a body part. Like a lot of guys say, their arms they don't grow. But then they keep doing the same shit. Like you got to have, you know, like you had to basically completely throw out what you were doing and be like, well, we'll see. And then you had to commit to it long enough to decide if it was going to work. You're probably using half of the poundages in the beginning, which was probably really weird. I mean, you know, I I wish more people would see that because it's it's what works for you. And like Ron said, I mean, you know, Ron showed me some of the pictures. I mean, your your back is a different person a year later, and we're talking about a year where essentially three months of it, you weren't even healthy because 
you had the hip exactly. done. As so what's an it going to be in another year? As an advanced <laughs> you know I mean? guy. It's not like you just yeah, started. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> A guy who's turned pro three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I've got, I've got, uh, there's a bunch of boat. I mean, there's all these legends about Roman eating whatever he wants <laughs> and staying shredded, right? Now, how much of that is true and stuff? So, like, what does your actual off-season diet look like? Like, like you were super lean when we saw you in Germany, but, like, what are you actually eating? I've just – that was three or four weeks ago. I've uploaded a full day of eating video on my YouTube, and it's actually in English. So, ah, okay. you watch Nice. Yeah. Um, I do eat – Clean food, obviously, which I, I've never believed in like a Juan Morel type diet where you just eat calories. Right. Not that it, not that I have anything against Juan, but because it, it obviously worked for him. Yeah. But I've always thought that uh, maybe I could do it. What if, what if I can just improve, you know? The same. I've talked to Victor Martinez once about that. I asked him that question about Juan, how he eats, and then Victor said, "Well, maybe he could look even better if he ate clean food." So right. I thought mm, it's got a point there. So I was always just into improving my ability to eat as much clean food as possible, and yeah, that's what I did. I do seven meals a day. Two of those meals are shakes, uh, so protein powder, and then it's just the brunt of it is for carbs is rice, fruit, a little bit of fruit, um, red meat, and then some chicken or fish, and eggs, whole eggs. How much? How much rice would you eat in a serving? Like grams. yeah, in, in grams, okay. A regular a, a regular meal is two hundred grams of rice, rice weighed dry, so one hundred and fifty carbs. <laughs> yeah. there's a big one for everyone that's confused. When you said two hundred, I'm like, a yeah, cup? dry. <laughs> so it's like four hundred and fifty grams of cooked rice is about one hundred and fifty yep. carbs. Yeah, my my total rice over the day is one point four kilos, I think. And then my total... I can see this on a plate right now. <laughs> Someone calculated it for me in the in the full day of eating video. It was... So that was what I've been eating for the past... I think, I think before that, I was eating that for like four or five months every day. It was 9,400 9, calories, 1,400 carbs, 600 grams of protein, and I think 120 grams of fat. I... I hadn't realized that, but this guy has calculated the macros after he watched the video and posted it below. So (laughs) I did not realize I was eating 10,000 calories of clean food a day. Yeah, it was. And then people always ask, oh, yeah, what is your cheat meal? What is your favorite cheat meal? And honestly, when I eat that much food, a cheat meal is when I skip a meal. That's my. Because he doesn't want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I take a meal off. 
One of the exactly. questions I had, Roman, was if you had to miss a meal every time you had sex, how many times a day would you still bang? <laughs> I would miss one meal a day. <laughs> and he'd be so happy for two reasons, missing the meal and he gets the sex. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. Yeah, you're known for your food intake. Yeah, there's you had a bunch of funny ones. They're all there's a lot of sex related ones. What what's the is this because of bro chat and, and yeah? Why does everyone want to know your sex life? Like uh, you know, being on Fuad's Fuad, show. Fuad always asks about it. For some, I don't know why. Fuad is always like, "Hey Roman," the first thing he asks. The first, "Ah oh, man, Roman, good to see you. Have you had sex yet today?" <laughs> And then he just goes on, you know, what did you do and blah, blah. And of course, if you ask me something, I, answer. I answer honestly. You, know, you ask it, you get the you get the answer. Okay? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I, it was, it was good to meet your wife because I got to meet the woman behind the chest day shirt. Yes. Oh, Dusty, do you know the chest day shirt? What does this mean? That's why you just immediately lost me. Oh, do you have oh, a wait? You got to show Dusty the chest day shirt. Do you have one? Show show everyone the chest day shirt for those who haven't seen it. I gotta grab it. That's fine. Yeah, we'll go wait. get it. Okay. We're not going anywhere. Go it. You haven't <laughs> seen the chest day shirt, Dusty? No, I haven't. Oh, I... big fan of the chest day shirt. But I didn't. I I I I didn't see the episode where he was talking about it on Fuad's show, but. When I met his wife, I'm like, oh, you're this in the chest shirt. This is where it all came together. This is fantastic. I feel like this this part of the episode is just for me because everyone else knows what he's talking about. It's all right. I don't yeah, know what he's talking bunch... about either. So, Oh, oh I got a bunch. Of, I had yeah. a couple questions about the chest shirt. How many, how many chest shirts did he sell? Chest-A. Oh, my. That is nice. freaking amazing. <laughs> I want to buy one of your chest day shirts as a supporter of chest day and you. <laughs> that is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Okay? Freaking amazing. Oh my God. That's great. So the story oh behind it. Everyone is, loved it. There we go. Story. The story behind it is um, my wife, we were, we weren't as a, we, um, we didn't live together yet. And she was at home and we didn't see each other for two weeks. And then she just, she just randomly, this exact photo, she right. sent it to me. Right. She, she sent it to me just randomly. Just and like I'm a casual, like she just took it in the mirror that day. And yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sitting there with my phone, like, man, we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> So I, I make I made one T-shirt, one for myself, just to to surprise her, yeah, as a like fun, yeah, as yeah. a joke. And then she liked it. She she thought it would look cool. And then I thought, man, maybe we should commercialize this. So <laughs> I printed a few T-shirts like that, and they sold. And I kept printing them, and they still sell. And now, all over the world, your wife is on a chest day t-shirt. 
That is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> How many shirts have you done, Roman? How many shirts have you had? Like different ones. Uh, I, I've done a couple orders. The biggest one was 500 and they sold, but I have done a, a few with, you know, with 100 and then 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, a lot of them go to the to Australia. So shout out to all my Australian supporters. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, of course, then Canada and you in the US and then Germany, of course. But right. a lot of them go to to Australia for some reason. That's so when's the when is the uh, glute day shirt coming out? <laughs> <laughs> We thought about that somewhere, but like a leg day or something like that. Yeah, you have to. You've got to keep the uh, what, what? What do they call that when it's like in the same the series thing? You need a series. The series yeah. must continue. I mean, there are <laughs> other muscles that must be trained. <laughs> I could see a guy. Guy hits chest on Monday, so he's got his chest day shirt on. The very next day, he walks in with a leg day shirt. <laughs> This is a slow oh. collection of Roman's wife in his house, and his wife's pissed. <laughs> no, she loves it. I, uh, his, no, his wife. I, I mean, the other guy's wife. Of course, your wife yeah. loves it. It's fantastic. <laughs> but it's my favorite feet. bodybuilder's wife. You don't understand. I'm supporting one, Roman. Yeah, for one drop, we did order a shirt and get a free poster with it, like a oh, free, God. like big size poster, and that sold quick. I'm, I'm telling you, man. That's so genius. Oh, I need a chest day poster. That's what I really need. <laughs> we could move Jay out of the corner here. I'm circling on my screen. Yeah, can't you know, stay. Jay's been and up a while. That would become chest day. You know, maybe chest day. Maybe Jay needs to go like over here somewhere and chest day needs to go right here. I know There's Emily would support chest day being right there. I know she would. Oh, yeah. She'd yeah, be all yeah, about yeah. that. Okay, I'm going to send you all chest day shirts. Don't worry. Dude, you're amazing. <laughs> okay, we're very happy. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, man, and giving us an hour and twenty minutes of your time. We really appreciate it, dude. No doubt, know, um, it was my pleasure, man. Yeah. Guys, thank you. Well, we'll have to make you a two-time guest very soon. There's a very short Absolutely. list of people that have been on twice. You know, like uh, I think Ian Hollingshead, a couple guys like that Jordan, have been on twice. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. yeah. Yep. So we'll have to we'll have to get you on again, man. Um, it's uh, always great to see you. I'm very lucky that I get to travel and actually, you know, run into people and go to the gym and train. And me and uh, Jamie oh, the Giant and you had a good time at the gym that night, closing yes. up FIBO. So um, awesome. we'll have to do it again for sure. And, and uh, you know, this is going to be the year that you go to the Olympia, dude. For sure. Yes. Like That's my plan. Your physique, your physique in the type of condition you always come in with – Seven possible shows, all in Europe. <laughs> yeah, you know, <sighs> you're wording God's here, as we say. There you here. say, <laughs> knock, knock it out of the park, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, you know, we're rooting for you, buddy. No doubt. Thank you so much. It was an honor, finally, and um, yeah, good night. Okay, cheers, it. Rex. So, so, Scott, I have to tell you this real quick because it's funny. Yeah. And you might have even noticed. So when we started, I was baked out of my head and I was <laughs> falling asleep. Were you really? Literally, I was like, I had to drop my head so I could close my eyes for a second. You had the hat re- so you could. Re- yeah. yeah, so I kept doing, if you watch the episode, you're going to see me doing this. Yeah. 
because because my eyes were like like blurry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, fuck. And then at one point, right before I kind of came to life, I kind of drifted off and I went like this. Yeah, I'm and then I was ready. Then I was ready. Yeah. And then I had the rest of the podcast. I was on fire. You're, yeah, you were fresh. You were ready to go. You got watched I was like, dude, this is, t- I'm literally, I, I sent, I don't know if you noticed, but I sent Nikki to the store to get me a monster during the show. You're kidding me. And she went? Text her and she went and got a monster. And you'll see it that's comes a keeper. in. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a keeper right there. <laughs> I, like, I need a monster now. I'm fucked. Oh, God. That's the behind the scenes stuff. Exactly. But we can keep this in, right? We're keeping this in. Why not? We got to keep it in. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking gold. I'm like, wow, I am wrecked right now. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few episodes where people are like, Ron's really stoned for this episode. <laughs> Dude, was, so if you watch, when you're, when you're watching the edit, you're going to see a lot of this for yeah. like 10 seconds. And then I come back up and I try again. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not come bored. on, Dust. You can do this. I, I, I promise, Roman, I'm interested. I'm just really fucking <laughs> wrecked. Dusty's really bored at the Roman Fritz interview for some reason. I don't know, do they not like each other? He just yeah. keeps looking down. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Mm. Fuck. Nothing. Nothing. Can't happened. do.